Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Hello, what's up everyone? Hope you've gotten off to an amazing start of this week. If you haven't already done so, make sure you press the follow button so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. And if you have taken any value from those episodes in the past, I do get those amazing messages on, on Instagram, which I really love having people that are saying they're listening to this, they're implementing something in their lives. And I just love seeing them. But what would be also really nice if if you would take a couple of minutes out of your day and you would go in and give this podcast a rating and review. So if this has really helped you with something in your life or in your writing, the one thing you can do for me is go in and give this this podcast a rating and a review in Apple Podcast or in Spotify. Thank you so, so much. Now, what I'm going to talk about today is whether there is a possible chance that you are being a bit too hard on yourself. So if you're like me, if you're a high achiever, I'm guessing that sometimes you are being slightly too hard on yourself. And I actually hear this so often among riders where they're saying that, yeah, I am being really hard on myself and I want to push myself because I want to be better. And, you know, it's great to push yourself, but there's a difference between pushing yourself and getting down on yourself. So pushing yourself is good getting outside of your comfort zone is a good thing this is i mean at the end of the day how you are going to grow but negative self-talk and blaming yourself and judging yourself talking down to yourself it doesn't lead to anything good nothing productive you're not going to get any better from that so i want you first of all to realize that there's a big difference between pushing yourself in a positive manner and getting outside of your comfort zone and just talking shit to yourself. So let's start at the beginning here. And, and the first thing I think is really important when it, when it comes to those things is that we set the right expectations. So, so often we expect the impossible from ourselves. And really this is setting ourselves up for this self-judgment already from the start. So, so often as writers, we are expecting perfection from ourselves. And I often talk about this, that perfection doesn't really exist or it doesn't exist it doesn't doesn't really exist it does not exist so when you are expecting perfection from yourself you're setting yourself up for disappointment already from the start i always say that expectations are resentments waiting to happen i don't necessarily believe that all expectations are resentments waiting to happen but but too high expectations are resentments waiting to happen when you expect things from other people and uh, when you expect things of things that are outside of your control but even more so when you expect things from yourself that aren't realistic and when i say realistic i do think it's really important to to say like to make the difference here so when i say realistic i think it's really important that we set realistic goals or expectations of ourselves in the short term right but then if we're talking about the long term 
this isn't as important. And actually, in fact, you shouldn't even set realistic expectations <laughs> when we're talking about long-term goals. So when you set long-term goals, you can forget everything about realistic there's this this quote actually that most people overestimate what they can do in a year, but they underestimate what they can do in a decade. And what this means is that a lot of the time when we when we think about long term goals and everything that is, is basically more than a year, we we underestimate what we're capable of. But when we're setting everything that is a year or, or shorter than a year, so also when we're setting expectations for competitions, um, then we have the tendency of overestimating ourselves. So I just wanted to make that distinction there that I don't want you to think realistic when you're thinking big and, and you know what you want in the future. But I do want you to think realistic when you're, you're setting those long term uh, definitions of success. So that actually leads me also to to a question here. And that is what kind of what kind of goals, what kind of expectations are you setting for yourself? So when you go into a competition, what is your definition of success? What have you defined for yourself as being, if I, if I achieve this, I'm good. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be celebrating. What, what is that? What does that look like for you? Because a lot of the time, if we, we don't define that on beforehand, what we do expect from ourselves is perfection. We might not be speaking it out. But just looking at myself a lot in the past, I would go to a show jumping competition and I would expect for myself subconsciously that I would get every single distance right throughout the whole course. Well, that wasn't at all a realistic expectation because I I never did it on, on, on a training and, and still I went into a competition with that mindset, subconsciously expecting that perfection for myself. So... What do you actually expect from yourself when you go to a competition? What is that underlying ex expectations that you're setting from yourself? And is it a realistic one? Are you expecting perfection? And remember, perfection doesn't exist. Things can always be that tiny bit better. There is no such thing as perfection. So what is it? And if you haven't set any kind of definition of success up until now, if you're just going at it and you just want to be as good as possible, I would encourage you to start doing this. Because when you do so, you are defining something for yourself. And actually going back to goal setting, it's really important that we are really clear on what we want to achieve. Because the clearer we can define what it is that we want, the more likely we are to actually get it. So it's really important for that reason. And then the second thing, as I mentioned, if you don't speak it out, if you don't put it down on paper, chances are that subconsciously your, your brain is going to start to expect other things. Well, even if you didn't speak them out, it can be re really unrealistic things. So that actually leads me to the second point here. And that is what is a realistic expectation here? So obviously it's different for everyone. Everyone is at different places at their journey. Everyone is growing at different speed. But something that I always aim at is to be 1% better every time. So if we can be 1% better every time, this is obviously a sign of progress. It's a sign that we're evolving, that we're changing. And there is this, this saying that goes that when you focus on results, you will never change. But when you focus on change, you will get results. So really what this means is that if you focus on your results, there is no opportunity for you there to change. You get so hung up on your results that you forget that process behind it, what, what, what leads to good results. 
and you're not going to be very likely to get there because if you're riding a show jumping track and all you're focusing on is am I going to have like am I going to be clear am I going to end up on the third place you're not actually focusing on riding you're not focusing on what you want to be doing throughout that course to make sure that you perform as, as good as possible so it's much better if you focus on change, focus on that 1% improvement, what it is that you can do slightly better than last time. And if you keep on doing that over and over and over and over again, I assure you that your results are also going to start to improve. So question I got for you here, if you're sitting down now and you want to write your definition of success for your upcoming comp competition, what is one way in which you can improve compared to your last performance? And I put an emphasis here on you. What is one way in which you can improve compared to your last performance? Because you want to make sure that this is some, something inside of your control. So, for example, when we say, yeah, when we talk about results, I, you know, I, last time I wasn't clear, I had a fence down. You can say, well, 1% better would be if I would be completely clear, clear this time. But if you're being completely honest, that is not within your control, right? Even if you're at the top of your game, you're horse can still knock a pole so when I say that it should be inside of your control it should really be 100% within your control so those can be things like turning on your outside rain so for those of you who have listened to my cyclus episodes this is this is something there's one improvement point that I, I identified in there so just making sure that I was I was turning my horse in every turn on my outside rain that I wasn't turning on my inside rain but I was turning on the outside rain that is something that is 100% within my control so my definition of success would be if I go to the competition and I turn every single turn on the outside rain that would be a successful competition so again if you sit down now and and you're you're starting to if you had a competition last weekend or if you're going to have one the upcoming weekend think about this what is something where you felt like there was room for improvement and how can you make that better what is something that's within your control that you can change in the upcoming competition and can you make it that your definition of success and then talking about having had an event so let's say you went to an event this last weekend or a few weeks ago doesn't really matter but let's say you you, you went to this show and you're sitting there on monday now you're you're reflecting over this and you're feeling down you're being hard on yourself and you're beating yourself up for certain things which could have done you could have done differently or that you wish had gone differently the first thing i want to ask you here is did you do your best whatever happened did you do your best if you are a high achiever like me i'm going to take a wild guess and i'm going to say that you did your best I don't know about you, but I always do my best. I always want to be as good as I possibly can. I always do my best. And if that's the case, how can you be pissed off at yourself for not being better? You did the absolute best you could. You gave all you got at that very moment. And still you're sitting here and wishing that you would have been better, that you would have done things differently. Do you realize again that that is a completely unrealistic expectation? You weren't better at that moment, so how can you expect that from yourself? It happened. It was exactly, and, and that's another thing. Everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to happen. That played out exactly the way it was supposed to, 100%. Because the universe is always throwing those challenges at you and you're supposed to learn something from it. But either way, 
accept it. Accept the way it happened, accept that you did the absolute best you, you possibly could and you couldn't have done it any differently. Because if you could have done it any differently, you would have. Because you want to be as good as you possibly can all the times. And you can't change it anymore. So sitting there and wishing it could have been differently or that you would have done it differently is only going to bring you down. It's only going to put you into suffering. And there is this quote that, that Rob Dial says all the time on, on the Mindset Mentor podcast. He says that the amount of suffering you go through is in direct proportion to how much you resist the way the world is. And if this is something that has happened in the past, that is the way the world is. It is like that. It's in the past. You cannot change it anymore. So the more that you resist it, the more you do you regret it, the more you focus on this, the more you blame yourself for doing it like this, the more suffering you're going to put yourself into. And here's the thing. The more suffering that you are in, the less productive you are going to be. The less good action that you are going to take and the less good results you're going to get going forward. So this is really the time that I want you to realize that you did the absolute best you could. There is no such thing as perfect. You don't have to be perfect. And again, you, you, you can't be perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. There's always something that you can do slightly better at. So it's really crazy when you realize this, when you, when you just give yourself some grave and, and you realize that you can't be perfect. There is no such thing. And it, it's, it's such a relieving feeling when you realize this. It's almost like, oh, I don't have to be perfect. I can't be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. It's okay to want to do good. I mean, I get it. I also want to do good. I always want to be better. And that's a great attitude to have. I mean, keep that attitude. But rather than focusing on what you did wrong in the past, let's stop wasting like valuable energy on that. And let's start to talk about what you can do going forward to ensure that you are better next time. So I'm not saying forget everything that happened in the past, but look at it from a factual standpoint. Look at what you did at that very moment that you, you then wish that you would have done differently. What can you do next time differently? And then just make that your definition of success for next time. That next time I'm going to go in and I'm going to remember to, to turn on my outside rain and that way I'm going to be 1% better. And thereby, I've now defined my lesson. And now I'm going to just shut the chapter from the past. I did the best I could. And now we're going to look forward. All right. It all got a little bit intense there. It happened from time to time. I get really passionate about those those topics. And especially when I talk to rider, and I, riders and I see how much those kind of things hold them back and how much they pull themselves down by doing this. And it's hard for me to see this and see people do this to themselves with all this potential that they've got, all the drive that they've got, being the amazing riders that they are and how they put themselves through suffering by doing those kind of things to themselves. So that's why I get really passionate about those things. I hope I'm really getting true to you and that you're stopping to do this to yourself. So what I talked about in this episode to give it a quick to, to give it a shot at summarizing it. I talked about whether you are possibly being too hard on yourself. And again, if you are like me, if you are a high achiever, I'm guessing that sometimes you are. So 
remember that it's great to push yourself, but negative self-talk, blaming yourself, judging yourself, talking down to yourself, it's not going to lead to anything good, nothing productive. So the points that I went through today is first of all, to set the right expectations, stop aiming at perfection, make a realistic definition of success for yourself. Make sure you get put a clear definition of your success for yourself so that after the event, you don't have to go, oh, I fail at doing that and I fail at doing this and I fail at doing that. But well, actually, you had not defined that as your definition of success, because if you've defined this clearly, what your definition of success is, there's not going to be any reason for you to go down on yourself afterwards. Now, the second thing is identify one thing that you can improve upon that is inside of your control. So if you've had an event and there was something in there that you feel like that could have gone better, great, view it as feedback. It's now highlighted something which is going to be an ideal definition of success, an improvement point, something that you can get 1% better at for the future. Congratulations. And then also like after the events, remember that you are always doing your best. Except that that is the point that you were at. Those were the decisions that you made there and then. You had your reasons for it. And if, if that wouldn't have been the case, you would have done something differently. But you are always doing your best. And it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to make the wrong decisions. As long as you learn from it. As long as you take the time afterwards and analyze it. Just make sure that you keep on making progress. In the long run, it's never about the results. It's always about making progress. Because if you can consistently make sure that you make progress in 10 years, I assure you, you're going to be miles ahead. So that's all I got for you for today. If you are as passionate about these topics as I am, you're going to be pleased to hear that this is one of the topics that we dive way deeper into inside of the PEP program. To join the waitlist for the next round, go to mindek.eu slash PEP. So that's M-I-N-D-E-Q dot E-U slash P-E-P-P. Mindek.eu slash PEP. You can also get in touch with me on Instagram. It's Jocelyn Lilino in one word. You can check the show notes. You'll find the link in there to join the waitlist. And you can also find the link to my Instagram in there. And if you love this episode, please go ahead and share it with someone in your surroundings. Please go ahead and share it on social media. For every time you share this with someone else, you're helping someone else out. And I can assure you that there's nothing better than helping other riders and helping them succeed. Give them a tip, give them a podcast episode and see them using it in their riding and see them being successful by doing that. I promise you, it's the best feeling in the world. So if you found this useful, please go ahead and spread this message further to other riders. And then there's only one more thing that I want to do, and that is to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. See you guys on the next episode.